Welcome to episode 159 of the McSauce Comic Book Podcast. My name is Paul McGinty. With me, as always, are Ian Sharpley. Hello. And Matt Cassell. Hello. It is Thursday night, July 21st. Tonight we're going to talk about the Rogue One behind-the-scenes footage that was released at Star Wars Celebration a weekend ago. Sure. Uh, when did that come out? I think it came out ago. Friday. A week ago. Yeah, a week ago. A week ago. Uh, we're going to get into uh, Matt's gripes about the Rebirth, uh, DC Rebirth uh, variant covers. Uh, we're going to talk a little Luke Cage Season 1 trailer that just dropped tonight. And if we get through all of that in a timely manner, we're going to bash Marvel now again. Because <laughs> they couldn't even find a new name for this new wave of new books. That no, but they, Why would they? They, they haven't found anything really groundbreaking to do here. Well, so. they did. They did. I think, change I think the eliminating logo. every white character from your line is pretty groundbreaking. <laughs> every, not even every white, but just every known, every popular, every familiar character. I'm surprised Luke Cage has his own book. Oh, wait, he's a Bendis favorite. He's, of course he's going to have his own book. They changed the logo. The now it's all shattered looking. Yeah, because I can't wait till it's broken. Because they broke pieces. it. <laughs> yeah, they they should flip that. Instead of the now being shattered, the Marvel should be in shattered yeah, pieces. Yeah, right. Now Marvel is like all busted. That would be. And cool. it's not just our opinion. We're gonna go to some facts. We're gonna cite our sources. Is that's what we like to do here? So. That's what we like to do here. That's what. That's not what we do here. <laughs> but we're not gonna get ahead of ourselves. We're gonna kick things off as we always do. With a little housekeeping with Ian Sharpley. Our main source is uh, mixsauce.com. You can find all of our great web comics, our stunning reviews in this lovely podcast at, at mixsauce.com. You can follow us on the Facebook page, Facebook slash mixsauce. You can also find the podcast a number of ways on the iTunes store, Stitcher Radio. Automatic. You can also find the classic episodes at mcsaucepodcast.libsyn.com. And you can also follow us on the Instagram. We have an Instagram. If you check out mcsauce on Instagram, we try to put stuff up every now and again. So you can also contact us there. And uh, that's really all I got tonight. I'm just I'm excited. We got Matt back in the house after all one episode hiatus so we, we we got the whole team back to dig into some good comic book talk so before we started recording we were digging into rogue one a little bit i feel like this may be somewhat of a controversial subject <laughs> tonight so why don't why don't we dig into uh rogue one last weekend at star wars celebration europe uh, I thought we were going to get a full trailer, but we didn't. We just kind of got like a... That was the rumor. Behind the scenes trailer slash featurette. There was, there was a really, really strong rumor going around the internet. Basically saying Friday night, last Friday, we were going to get this new Rogue One trailer, which coincided with Star Wars Celebration in Europe. And, uh, and it didn't happen. There was, a, there was a special on ABC... Disney owned ABC, um, who also owned Star Wars, and they were they were showing this um, special on the Force Awakens, it, and it ran from eight to nine. And people thought that during that window, they were going to show the trailer. Well, it was it turned out to be the most underwhelming thing ever. Like what they showed from eight to nine was the same, like supplement that you get in the force awakens dvd um and no trailer was shown so it was like a double whammy yeah at, at some point last week um you you were like well you know we'll, you know the thing matt, oh, matt you wanted to watch you we wanted to do a reaction video to it yeah and, yeah, um, I'm glad we didn't do you that. You were like, yeah, well, that would have been know, a we'll... really cool reaction to nothing. Yeah, and I wasn't, I wasn't sure, I wasn't sure, sure what you were talking about because, like, my Rogue One interest is fairly low. Is and has always been, which baffles me. Could you elaborate on why you're not excited on it? 
dude. Do, I you, like, do you know why you're not excited? I have, I have, um, I think I have some, some pretty solid reasons, um, why I'm not crazy about it. I think I have some grumpy old man reasons why I'm not crazy about why it. Don't but you, why, that's, why, it's still, why don't you go factor, with, it, it's a factor into why I'm, why I'm not crazy about it. Go but with your like grumpy look, old man reasons last. I like, Let, give us your solid. I like to look at it as, like, this movie has, it, like, I mean, it, it can only go up. At worst, I think this is going to be X-Men Apocalypse. Ooh, you think like, it's going to be that bad? At worst. I think I'll be, I'll leave there like, oh, I watched, watched a movie. I'd be really disappointed if I saw this film that I've already liked a lot more from the things that I've seen with the behind-the-scenes kind of type things, the, the just general aesthetic of the the characters in the film, the time and place, the characters that that are going to be in this that I know and love. I'd be really, really bummed out if it was just X-Men Apocalypse, a six on the McSauce scale. Yeah, it, I'm, not, I'm not completely cashing out on it. It has a lot of potential to, to grow for me, but... Like, every time I see new stuff from it, even tonight watching that featurette, I'm just kind of like, eh, really? Yeah. Oof. Boy. Yeah. Um, huh. Well, you know, I, I come so, from So the, give me give me your, your quote-unquote, your, your solid good reasons first. Well, a lot of what I'm seeing pulls me right out of the movie, pulls me right out of the Star Wars universe. Um, Blacks, like, women's, well, yeah, and women's. Asians. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> mm. Yes. Partially. Okay. It, no, it isn't. I mean, the diversity is way over the top. I mean, they take they took a page out of Marvel's diversity handbook for this movie, but that 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 both, that doesn't bother both me. Both Disney owned. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, Disney likes pandering. Like that's that's fine. It doesn't matter. To play devil's advocate, could you say that maybe in a galaxy far, far away, it was a little unbalanced to only have one black hero for little Ian Sharpley to grow up and be like, oh, I gotta be the fucking guy that runs hey, Cloud City? Eddie Murphy flew in A-Wing. That wasn't Eddie And Murphy. there was a black Bespin guard as that well. That was the next you one. Had plenty of, you've had plenty of heroes. That, was, a, that was an okay. X-Wing. So, well, so, so I'm just saying... Maybe yeah, it was yeah, underserved. Yeah, I, Maybe I, it's being overserved at this and point. And that's not. And that's not. That's not the problem. Like I don't have a problem with all these other other races. Like of course there's there's gonna be you know other races out there. Like, I'd love to. I'd like. I like seeing more more aliens. Um, because it's the galaxy's supposed to be so fucking big. I mean, we shouldn't be seeing fucking Rodians all the time. Like we should be seeing a lot of different shit. But what really pulls me out of this movie so far is that is one it's the karate guy it's fucking mr miyagi um yes there's a sense of martial arts in lightsaber fighting yeah there is sword fighting that is a martial art but it's it's more traditional and classic and even in even in the prequels like they go above and beyond with a lot of a lot of the lightsaber fighting, but it just feels part and parcel with how you fight with a lightsaber. But this guy clearly won the All Valley Karate Championship, and every time I see him doing karate on a stormtrooper, it pulls me right out of that movie. It's like I'm not on I'm not on Yavin anymore. I'm not on whatever planet they're at, and whatever planet they're at is clearly. Venice Beach in California. Like, I understand... See, I think that that's cool to see Stormtroopers yeah, wading big, through the right. wa- the beautiful, you know, beachscape. And I I'm, think that's cool. Yeah, it's I'm different. I'm kind of talking out both sides of my mouth because on one hand, I'm like, yeah. Because that's what you do. Right. It's a huge galaxy. There should be all these aliens, he all does, these different species. And you want to see... Represent. And you want to see different aliens, but you don't want to see karate. <laughs> Right, but at the he, same, he does that so that way he can't be wrong. Ah. But at the no, I and I admit this is this is a problem this with my with my argument because I shouldn't be able to want one thing and not want the other. I should be able to accept both. I'm busting your chops. Go ahead. But like whenever I see 
the beach and palm trees mm-hmm. and like a location so like earthen i'm just pulled right out of it and did it pull you out whenever you saw x-wings in a forest no in the trailers I, of um force awakens no because i feel like the the forest the snow planet the the desert like those are just big vague areas like they're they're less specific than beach, a beach. i know you're looking at me like i'm fucking crazy but i know someone listening to this is gonna understand what i'm saying and i don't know if i can articulate it any better than that is but just that those other locations feel more, more general they feel like you know that stuff is it can just happen anywhere they're more basic it's you know snow you know snow forest sand but like this is a lot more specific of like a beach with from familiar trees even though trees in the forest are familiar like i know it like i'm not I know as I'm you not go along sense, you have to but in my head put some like, nuance to these locales man like what 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 yeah, would you prefer i know we can't see the same stuff over and over again but something about the karate and the beach stuff like too close to home <laughs> too yeah, close to like, socal for you i don't feel like they're i don't feel like they're star wars locations i feel like oh well this is clearly yeah this is clearly earth yeah and like that sucked a lot of the a lot of the excitement I wanted, from this movie out. I wanted you to make your full point before I interjected, but I want to interject now because I might forget my um, response. As far as um, it being too real world, um, I think a lot of what you're talking about is a reaction to the behind the scenes thing that we that we just watched. Um, Particularly, like, with the locations. Now, that was behind-the-scenes stuff, so it didn't have that, like, post-production polish. Or even, like, everything that we saw wasn't through, like, the eyes of a cinematographer. So, yeah, we're seeing it as it really is, as a real-world location. But, like, if I remember correctly, everything that we saw, and it was limited in the first trailer, didn't exactly feel like, oh my god, that's so on Earth. You know, like, it felt like Star Wars. Whereas the behind-the-scenes thing definitely does feel like they're Earthbound. Yeah, but even in the first trailer, you know, we, we saw that location. And granted, in the once it's inserted in the movie and it's edited and every, you know, the movie magic has, has had its way with it, that may not be an issue at all. Uh, the Yavin Bay stuff, you know, takes me right back home. You know, the streets of whatever city they're running around in yeah you know that feels great um but yeah something about the fucking beat stuff i i get what you're saying to a degree i I don't i think your fears are kind of unfounded though like i i think that I, i don't think that these movie makers are gonna like present a piece of shit where it's like so obviously the real world yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, this movie has... It, it has a lot of potential to grow. So, like, um, but still I'm not excited about it. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that I don't think this is a story that needs told. I think, you know, we're just... It's a money grab. We're rolling out the Star Wars machine. What can we do? Here right. we are. We're going to do this. So, I, and I, I know I should, I should just stop being fucking cynical, grumpy old man and just roll with it and appreciate that we're getting more Star Wars stuff but like it's like all the fucking Star Wars comics and even though I get them yeah. like I don't need to read those stories like the stories that matter have already been told or maybe even in the case of well, the new trilogy okay. in the process of being told so you're you're right that you know we are inundated with too much Star Wars like that's just the way that it's been since Disney basically got the license uh, too many comics, there's going to be too many movies, this is the first salvo in the, you know, um, oversaturation of Star Wars films. And I do think that there's going to be a clear distinction of quality, or interest at least on my part, between the saga films, which, you know, episode 7, 8, 9, all that stuff, versus these standalones. Um, I think the standalones are going to be fun, viewable, 
enjoyable movies, but that's kind of it. I don't think the mythology will be there the way that it exists in the saga films, and that's what really makes the saga films so special. That, and you know, you have John Williams involved and, and a number of other factors like characters, but um, I was thinking about this um, actually this week, how it, in life, all of our forms of entertainment have been oversaturated. Like, there's things lack um, being special because there's too much of it. Like anything, think of your favorite things. Like I was thinking about football. I mean, there, we got that with Star Wars for a long time. What? The fact that it wasn't oversaturated. Right. And we got the perfect amount of and it, it, and it and was done. Every time there was a movie, it was an event. Um, you know, like it kind of sucks to know. In reality, this is really going to happen. When there's a new Star Wars movie, it's not really going to be an event. It's not going to be all that special at some point. We're not there yet, but that will happen. And that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. And but, <clears throat> but getting back to my point, how everything is oversaturated, think of like your favorite things. Like there's football on every goddamn night. Every night. When we were growing up, Ian, it was Sundays... And there would be one on Monday night, and that was fucking it. And then you had to wait six more days to watch football again. Or if you're stupid and you like college football, five more days. <laughs> Nobody likes college yeah, football, it's, and like it's, it's not just... It's not, it's, it, it does have a lot to do with the fact that I just don't think this story needs to be told. Like, the exciting stuff that we've seen in these saga movies, like, that's the, that's the big stuff. Like, you know, that's the big... The big epic stuff, the big heartfelt stuff. Like, I don't care if the fucking Jen Erso is a fucking gutter rat and then she goes against the... Like, I mean, this is... I don't fucking care. I don't you're, give a shit about this story. I, I need to know what I needed to know. They got the plans and gave it to Luke and he did what he did with them. Like, that's the that's all I need to know about this story. Well, they never really gave it to Luke, but that's besides you know the point. I mean. you know I mean. um, have you seen the movie, Paul? So, um, but there, but it, there's a, there's a, in, like I, I really like Star Wars Rebels, yeah, like and I'm, that's not, that's not saga. It's you know, it's ancillary. It's just an addition to the greater universe. And I like Star Wars Rebels a lot. Right. And you know, I, I can come out of, I may come out of Rogue One being like, wow, that was really fucking cool. I didn't expect them to make these kinds of turns with it, and like I, I expect to like it. I'm just not all that excited about it. I'm not a fan of the whole... Well, the stories that were important were already told. You just said that it's a big universe and there's a lot of stuff out there. That kind of goes against your feelings of if it's a big universe, then maybe there are other things that can be explored. Yeah, there are other... I don't mean... There are other important stories. I don't mean big universe in the sense of, like, more important stories to tell. I mean, I mean, big universes, and there should like be more aliens and more locations, and it's just more widespread. But I mean, we told, we saw a story about a a band of rebels taking down the very center of this entire whole universe, and that story doesn't happen all by itself. We saw the focused laser fine point. Of the crux of that story. Yeah. There are other... Bothans died and other people died and yeah, we appreciate your service. Get back to Luke and Han. That's the heart of what you're saying. Yeah. You like Luke and Han's stories. I like that... Yeah, I like that big story. That big main story. That's and we got your to uncle see it. talking. Right. And uh, yeah, give me and that's fine. Mars. And that's fine, but there are other stories. Like with any large spanning story, there are small tales that are worth telling that lead into the greater tale. Yeah, and some of them are really neat. Uh, Charles Soule's Lando comic is really fucking cool. Uh, the stuff they're doing in Rebels is really neat. Some of the Clone Wars episodes were really cool. But ultimately, like, I'm not... I don't have a raging heart on for any of this. Well, n- nobody's asking you to have a raging heart on for it. I don't know. I feel like you guys are, are like, why weren't you excited? No, about no, 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 no. I'm no. just, like, I'm just surprised that you're not, and then I'm not surprised whenever you tell me why you're not. Let's, because you like Luke and Han stories, and that's kind of it, and that's cool. White male stories. 
Well, let's be fair. Uh, I, I feel like we kind of get on your case a little bit, not because you're not that interested. It's because you're like, oh, I'm about a two on this one in terms of excitement. It's like, really, man? Like, going back to the tapes, like, you were more amped for the Fantastic Four movie than this. Like, come on. Let's uh, be... Let's... Was let's, I? And like, you were. Was and I? let's be real. X-Men Apocalypse was not a fucking good movie. So... It wasn't. It was alright. Well, hold on. Let's what? give some context here. I may or may not ever see that movie again. Let's, I'm praying that Rogue One isn't that bad. Ian, give some context to that statement you just made. Okay, um... Uh, Paul just said that he thinks it would be in line with that film. <clears throat> Wait, did he say that while we were recording? He just or said before? that. He said that he thinks he's going to come out and feel like he oh, thought yeah. about... I, for some X-Men reason, Apocalypse. I thought he well, said that yeah, no, I, uh, Yeah, I said that during this recording, and I said, at worst, it'll be like, Apo- like Apocalypse. Like, yeah, I just saw a movie. But I think it has a lot more potential than that. Well, Sure. Yeah, it, it's it'll be better. Than I would that. hope like the magic of Star Wars right. would carry it past exactly. X Men fucking the apocalypse. The care, the care that uh, the filmmakers are are putting into it um, is is automatically going to make it better than than X Men Apocalypse. And frankly, I think the source material, um, while this might not be the the story you feel like you need to be told, it's a really cool era of Star Wars. It's going to feature Darth Vader. It's, um... Is it going to feature Darth Vader, or is he going to, like, pop in for a minute and then... What's the definition of feature? Feature is Jyn Erso. She's featured in this movie. Okay, I don't think... Darth Vader is going to be, like, a cute... Well, feet... A cute cameo? Is that... Yeah, but I wanted to augment cameo. When when you watch like it's a little a little more beefy than a cameo. Well, no, I, I feel like when you watch a TV show and you see starring blah 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 right, blah right. blah and featured, and featured Darth Vader. Right. I think that feature is. I'd fair. like to see that show. <laughs> Featuring Darth Vader. <laughs> right. Like it sounds like a show from the eighties, right? Like where they introduce all the characters, and when they do, when they show their their names, they freeze frame it like. Like with, and I see uh, they're doing like something kind of like wacky, right? Like he's spilling spaghetti sauce on himself exactly. or something. Fucking charming. Vader knows best. Something. But like you that. know what? That's not a story that we really need to tell because we no. already told all the well, important stuff. I, I, I really do kind of see where you're coming from uh, a bit. Um, I think your fears are a little unfounded, but I, I get what you mean by like this doesn't really. It's not a story that needs to be told. Yeah, this wouldn't have been my first pick. The Obi-Wan movie that just fucking needs to be made more than anything in the world. It, the Obi-Wan movie needs to be made more than episode 8. Well, not to, not to you know, I don't want to beat up Rogue One. Like, I also don't think this Han Solo solo movie needs made either. That's where I was going with this. While the Rogue One movie idea didn't exactly, like, light our world on fire, the Han Solo one is the one that I'm really down on. Like, until I see something, I'm not into the idea. I'm just not. And 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 um, Lawrence Kasdan, the guy that's like writing it with his son, um, which I think is just a coincidence. I'm sure that it had nothing to do with nepotism there. Um, they they said that this is a story. This is like the best story they've ever written. Blah blah blah. Um, and then they, I saw who they cast for the for the movie, mm-hmm. and none of it excites me. None of it. Like, fucking Harrison Ford is Han Solo. Period. Well, and what's what's more aggravating is that, and I, I don't know, maybe this dude's a shitty actor, but there's the young guy that's in the right age range for this. That looks just like a young Harrison Ford. Uh, Anthony Ingruber, I think. Is yeah, yeah, is. he did like some YouTube videos. And um. Yeah, and they picked some guy that just... just. I don't uh, care that they didn't go with a guy that does a good impersonation of Han Solo. Like, I, I think there's more nuance to it than that, but um, the whole thing is unnecessary. I will say this, though. Watching the behind-the-scenes thing for Rogue One, there was a sequence very early on in that, in that uh, thing, that sneak peek or whatever it's called, um, where you see all the rebels kind of like, like kind of jumping into a trench... And it reminded me of the Battle of Hoth with, like, trench warfare and everything. And I was like, yeah, this is kind of bringing the wars back into Star Wars. So then I started really feeling kind of excited. Like, I think we're going to get some 
this is going to feel very much like The Empire Strikes Back in terms of warfare, and I think that's cool because I don't think that Star Wars has done that enough, particularly in any of the movies really since Return of the Jedi. See, I also I also feel like I'm going to be I'm going to be sad that I'm missing the superpowers aspect of Star no, Wars. No, you have the you have the Chinese character. Well, he doesn't yeah, necessarily have superpowers. He's from China and the, he's blind. Okay. Now, here's, here's I don't know how superpowered that has to be. It might be more of a zen. Yeah, and I, I know we're going to see Darth Vader and Darth Vader's going to do some force he, shit. Weren't we talking about it would be cool to see a Star Wars film without without a lot of lightsabers and without the force necessarily. I think didn't we say that like I think maybe a year I think ago? you and I said that specifically talking about the Han Solo Lando Calrissian buddy comedy. Right, but we're still going to get a version of that, a, a less mystical version of Star Wars, a more ground level story. Maybe uh, that's not the Star Wars universe that I like. Maybe um, I think what might happen with that Chinese character, um, you know, he'll establish himself as a really good fighter, right? But then, in order to show you what a badass Darth Vader is, he'll probably defeat him in, like, probably short order. <clears throat> like, I think he'll just well, kill him, and that'll make What Darth I read Vader. about him is that he's a student of Jedi mythology, even though the Jedis have long been extinct. Like, he's still... He's not a Jedi. He doesn't. He's not one in tune with the Force. But right. He still, you know, follows their ways. Right. And he's their, from their practices. He's from a planet called Jedha, which apparently is like some kind of pilgrimage type planet, where it's like Imperial occupied or something. But people still try to make this pilgrimage to kind of like remember the Jedi. Or and something. I, I like that aspect of it, but it's it's like the physical martial arts and yeah everyone I mean we're all from earth like what the fuck are they gonna do yeah they're gonna make martial arts cause we don't know what they fight like in space but it's so fucking earth and I'm, all, I'm just like <laughs> like I think his the, the backstory I've read for him so far like sounds interesting I like that aspect of it but the no I I hear you it it feels a little bit self indulgent like I mean I think we talked about this before. There, there's we did. We talked about it two weeks ago when we talked about World of Warcraft. We got to bring in the Chinese market. Those right. people have money. Right. Although I did realize that uh, World of Warcraft still did not make money, um, in spite really? of really. Yeah, in spite of the success that right. China I brought to China the series. Buoyed that China. Yeah, I thought it that did. they boosted it, it up enough to make their budget. After marketing and everything, what I read was that it still lost about fifteen million. Really. Yeah. I mean, in in a way, that's not surprising. I mean, it was seven years late off of the bloom it, of Warcraft. It wasn't just that it was late. It, it would have been a bad movie in any era. I mean, it really would have been. Like, even if, like, that movie came out with those effects in the 80s, yeah. it still had that acting. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it still had that writing. Yeah. And, and I don't care what era. That was awful. Um, but, uh... You know, it's it's interesting that um, you know they got a an accomplished martial artist in Ray Park to be Darth Maul, and you never felt like oh he's just hamming it up with his martial arts. You know, yeah. like he played a character Ra rather than like. Is with, it because he had a familiar weapon to use and I, project those martial arts well, through that his bow that just happened? I, to have I think two that's a fair. I think that's a fair question, but I would say the answer is no. Uh, it doesn't just reflect the weapon. Like, he was doing acrobatic moves, but they didn't look like so clearly some kind of, like, Eastern martial art to me. Does Even it also help that he was clearly, like, some kind of alien as well, where this is clearly a Chinese an Asian-American doing um, Chinese thing. person doing... Um, yeah, a I Chinaman think, doing Chinaman I things. Hope he, I hope they don't put like him in a landscape. Um, what? What is that? Oh, that's a Big Lebowski reference because he kept calling him a Chinaman. Oh, and Chinaman there you go. Yeah, right. um, I thought that was some secret racist stuff that I don't know about. It's like that, I want yeah. surface racist stuff. I, yeah, I, like I know what the depths of the ocean. I don't think that was that deep of a cut. I really don't. 
Everybody knows the Big Lebowski, except for you two buttheads. I love the Big Lebowski, but I don't know that part. Um, no, I think I think the fact that Ray Park as Darth Maul was doing acrobatic things, but he wasn't like his movements didn't reflect like any kind of like obvious Asian martial arts. Because he also didn't look like an Asian martial artist. No, I. There's a sequence in the. Um, Ian, are you ever not going to play devil's advocate? No, I'm, this is real stuff. So open up your mind. You'll you'll so be able to see it. Do you worry. do you feel like the movements that like Darth Maul made versus the movements that the Chinaman made <laughs> <laughs> in the in the behind the scenes thing? Do you think they're relatable? Please tell me he's gonna name one. Oh boy, I, I think so. I think it's just so over the I, top because the diversity in this film is right smack dab in your face. The world that we live in, in this nerd culture, comic book culture, we're constantly slammed with companies going out of their way to push a certain thing right in our face, and that's what that is. I think if someone else was doing martial arts and it wasn't a Chinese person, it would come off a lot different. Um, I think that even... If I'm you, really glad he's from Hong Kong. Like, oh, he's been calling him Chinese <laughs> because, uh, from oh, the thank get-go. God. Because, I mean, also, the garb that he's wearing yeah, it, is it, very, it's very Asian, Asian culture. So I think that, that all of that lends to... But Darth Maul also had some flowy, bottom, some flowy. flowy below-the-belt stuff. The the move in particular that I'm thinking about is the one where he like kind of karate karate chops the karate. the stormtrooper without looking at him, and the stormtrooper immediately dies. And I'm like, <laughs> why are you even wearing armor? What is it for? Because <laughs> stormtroopers are getting punked all through all this Rogue One footage. Rogue One Bloodsport. <laughs> can I? So my before we leave Rogue One. My grumpy old man complaint is, how many more fucking stormtrooper outfits do we need? I don't know. I think that's. I don't cool. even I think know what cool. the fuck all these idiots are. Who, who gives? With so many new helmets and different outfits, can we just stick to the fucking stormtrooper with the colored shoulder patch? Well, dude, when you're fighting a war, you need a lot of different kind of soldiers. If you're on the fucking beach or in a volcano or whatever the fuck they're doing in this, well, always, you need some different people with some different types of gear. Yeah. You just do. I, so I do that's a stupid fucking complaint. Blah, blah, blah. What I really liked about the original trilogy, and I know it just had a lot to do with financial budgetary constraints. constraints, is what they did was they made it so that, like, the Empire was just like, these are our dudes. We're sending them everywhere. Fuck it. We are so massive. We are so gigantic. We can crush you no matter if they're camouflaged or not. Here they are. But we still also gave you a little bit of, well, we're in the snow, so we're going to change our garb. Well, we're on a fucking motorcycle. We're going to change our garb. You get five different versions in the three movies. It's a big universe, Paul. There are a lot of different fucking locales. Wait, 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 wait. Five versions? Yeah. Okay, uh, regular, snow, scout. Biker scout. Okay, I got TIE uh, pilot. TIE pilot. Add-add driver. I didn't think of that. That's a very specific one. So even in that, there are a lot of, there are like jobs. You get a different helmet for yeah. a different job. You, you I think do. it's irrational you, for you to no. come down. You, no, well, just look. Well, I know you don't think so, but it's right. the truth. Well, that's why, that's why I prefaced it with my grumpy old man complaint. But like, what's nice about That's the so it couldn't be wrong. What's nice about well, I'm admitting what that it's it's tactician. dumb, but it is it's that's how I feel about it. What's nice about the original trilogy is that didn't you the like biker when you scout, saw bike, biker scouts? Didn't you like is, that? Is the only, let him, let him speak. The biker no, scout's the only fuck. the only different one. You get the base stormtrooper helmet, and then you get. Oh, oh, all right, go ahead. No, I'm letting you talk. I'm just waving you off because you're wrong. But go ahead. The. Tie pilot and Adat driver helmets are the stormtrooper helmet with hoses, and the storm and the snowtrooper helmet is the stormtrooper helmet with the face curtain. No, it's not. Yeah, it's a completely different helmet. 
It is, and I'm sure someone from the fucking five hundred first is gonna argue, but argue this, argue this. And, but they're essentially the same thing. Do you like, see how nitpicky you're being about yeah, this? I yeah. Do you see I how it. insane this fucking yeah? I nit totally, is? I totally understand it. That doesn't make me feel any different about it. I know it's irrational and it's nitpicky, but like I would like them to stick to a little bit more of the tradition. The you get a whole fucking ocean of goddamn stormtroopers, dude. They're going to be like, there. It's not like they're abandoning them. They're there in oh, fucking yeah. force. I know. I get, they're, they're I get there. stormtroopers, but there's also a lot of other crazy-looking stuff. And the Force Force Awakens did it, too. I wanted them to pull back a little bit. I wanted the TIE pilots to keep more of the traditional TIE pilot helmet. Like, the TIE pilot helmet is so sleek and thin in Force Awakens. I was like, yeah, I like it when it's bulky. And well, yeah, it's totally... I like that mostly Rogue One is giving traditional Star Wars uh, episode... Episode... Episode, episode 3 four. centric... Episode up. 4, 5, 6 centric yeah, stuff, but as soon as they wrong. give you like a teeny little bit of a twist or a little something different... As well as, like, here's your main course, and we made this extra thing as well. You can eat it or not, or whatever. Like, oh, fuck you! Fuck it. you! I am, I am yeah. not eating it. You, will you admit that you're being totally ridiculous? This is a ridiculous thing to be upset about. That yeah. there are, that there are different, different troops that get sent out for different missions. Yes. Okay. And that's how I, that's, that's, a, that's a, how I started this point. Like, I understand it's silly. But it doesn't mean I feel any differently about it. Like I, I want just, them to keep more of the traditional stormtrooper look to all of these different forces that they're employing in all of these different environments. And it seems like they're going a little, a little too far off model for my personal tastes. Okay. Just wanted you to reiterate that you're a fucking lunatic. So, all right, next topic. I'll be the first to tell you I'm a lunatic. Uh, but Matt may uh, show his lunatic card... Why don't you tell us about DC's Rebirth covers, buddy? Well, um, so when DC started doing this Rebirth thing, um, for each character, before they started the series proper, they would have the Rebirth issue, kind of like a zero issue or kind of a the, the jumping on point issue. And uh, every major character or every major title that they're, that they're bringing back um, has one. Um, and they had a really cool and consistent theme visually on every one of them, uh, which was kind of a close-up, maybe from like the shoulders up of a character or close-up of their face. And um, they're pretty cool looking, actually. And I think typically they're done by the uh, artist that does the interior on that book. And uh, I was really happy with them. And unfortunately, so was the rest of the comic book buying community. And uh, apparently because I go and buy my comics, you know, after 12 o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> on Wednesday, uh, they're all picked over and I'm left with the shitty fucking variant covers, which are uh, full body shots of the characters standing on some kind of DC logo pedestal against a stark white background. And they're drawn shittily, typically. Um I got the the Batman Rebirth like that. I got Hellblazer. I got Green Arrow. I got um, Superman, and I hate them all. I think they're all terrible. So is is the the what I'm reading is the problem with this is that you're not getting to the shop early enough, or you're not telling your fucking boys that run the shop to say, hey, put the better cover aside for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that would that would help alleviate the so this issue. Is all your fault. That would help alleviate the issue, although I've been told, like, Hellblazer, I had to go to a different shop to pick it up because it didn't even make it to the rack. Like, and then they, I don't want to get well, into all that. Well, they, do you have a pull list there? Well, I'm not going to commit to a book that is a number one and put it on my pull list. Like, But I'm you're gonna, not committing to the entire run. You're just saying, like, hey, you know, new DC initiative, throw the number ones on there. I'll check them out when I get there. Maybe I'll put them back on the shelf. Maybe that's not something that your shop will do for you. 
oh, it's something they'll do for me. I just don't believe in that because I should be able to stroll into a comic book store day and date that a comic book is released. And, you know, it's not like we're talking, you know, news event kind of comics like Death of Superman or something where everybody in the world wants it. It was just under-ordered. And that shouldn't be happening, but that's not that's not my point. The point is these fucking variant covers are hideous. Um, they're <sighs> fucking awful. Why even do it if, like, you're not giving the audience a choice, like, between two cool covers. You're giving them fucking table scraps if they get there after 12 o'clock on Wednesday. And this is the crap that's left well, over. Well, you know, I want to... <laughs> I want to champion the cause of these pinup covers, but I, 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 I really can't. Like I'm not. I, I feel like you could avoid this personally. Like there are steps you can take so that you're that, not irritated by this. That's not. But the at point. the same time, these pinup covers, they're not really that great. What? They're they're really not. I mean, and I'm trying the, to the like covers the, themselves. The white like, covers. Yeah. They're not all that. And trying to pinpoint, like, what I don't like about them. And I think it just comes down to they're just shittily drawn, like you said, Matt. Because DC did something similar to this with, like, stark white backgrounds, character busting out of the stark white background a while ago. I forget what it was for. They did something that was similar to this. Yeah. And it was more well-received than what we have right now. And if I remember... The interior artist did the variants. They were on target with what you're going to expect from the interior art. And they were just better crafted products. And these feel like an afterthought. Well, if this was the only cover, I could like kind of get behind it. But the regular covers with the close-ups of the yeah. characters, they're really cool looking. Yeah. And, and not only that, but being kind of a, an OCD collecting freak like we all are. You want everything to match. Right. So I've got some white ones. I've got some close-up ones. And and I just don't like the the white ones. Um, and yeah, could I avoid this issue? Yes, probably. I, I could avoid it better than I do. I guess I, I just keep assuming I'm getting there the day the comic releases. There will be some on the shelf. And it's just not. But that's not the point. The point is... There are two kinds of covers, and one is good and one is awful. Well, I say awful. I'm, I'm hyperbolizing, Ian. But what, what does that mean? It's it's exaggeration for the sake, sake of uh, emphasis. Okay. So, uh, and... Man, do I love me some exhaust vocabulary? So... I, I know what if, hyperbolizing. It would be nice if, if there were two really cool covers, and I was like, shit, I don't know which one to get, Ian. And I call up Ian. Ian, I'm sitting at the comic book store, and I have both covers in my hand. I don't know which one. And I would say, Matt, are you sure that they have both covers? Did you get there at 12 noon? So, um, I think that's, well, here, to to address the point of having a pool list and getting yes. there later. Yes. I go on Wednesday. I get there at 4.30. I have been going for 20 plus years. Right. I have never had a pool list. You I, haven't? I have never had a pool list. Ever. Ever. Really? Hmm. Right. Now, and I still, I get all the, and you get I, what you I want. get the covers I want. Right. I've, I don't have this problem. So, but again, that's not my issue. My issue isn't, I'm going into these shops and not getting what I want. It's, these stupid covers shouldn't exist, or if there is a variant, it should be nice. Um, well, I've, <clears throat> I've also noticed beyond the rebirth issues, like I was looking at, Superman number three and there's a cover that's really cool it's got like this close up of I don't even know what's on the cover the eradicator the eradicator that's right awesome then the other cover is a really awkwardly drawn Superman and son and it's just terrible it's it's again no background no context it's just like two poses it's like that's out of a sketchbook remember the days whenever the cover told a story of what you're going to expect yes because the cover is supposed to right. be a preview wonder of woman the story? there's a there's two covers i'm so sick of two covers just give me one fucking cover dc well i feel like if if, <clears throat> if you're gonna have variant covers the variant cover should be somewhat of an event i'm tired of all the Star Wars uh, action figure covers. Yeah, like, I'm done with those. I too don't, many. They were cool. Like they were fun the for like month. the first five years. Now they're done. 
So, but like, if you're gonna roll something out like that, like Marvel did the, the hip hop album covers, like th- those were really neat. Like, that kind of event, I think, is a really cool um, al- alternate cover event. But if you're just doing like, oh, you know, the main the main interior artist did the regular cover, and then we had this other guy draw this other cover. If that's all it is, just don't fucking bother doing it. Why the fuck? Yeah, there should be some kind of a theme or something well, like that. Correct me if I'm wrong, Ian, but like variant covers were always more rare than the actual covers. Now retailers can like fucking pick what like Which ratio they want, yeah. and um, or or it comes like fifty fifty. It's fifty fifty now. It's like well, either or. Like, do you want this one or do you want that one? And I was told like, well, you know, some guys buy both, and I'm like, yeah, but it's pissing off other people that aren't completely insane to buy both. Um, it it's just. Did you ever do that back in the nineties? Did you ever buy the variant cover Uh and the yeah yeah yeah. the new the newsstand and then the right die cast. Die cut, not, chrome foil, right. not on hologram. a regular basis. Because well, I always bought that. Okay, that's different though. That's different than yeah. like the the regular one and the variant versus yeah. the the direct. They call it like direct comic book stores versus the the new or versus like um, yeah newsstand. New, and, yeah, newsstand um, was like the just the standard one with the interior artist doing right. the art for the cover. Right, that's what you would get when you would go to the grocery store. Right, on the spinner Which, rack. coincidentally, Paul, is where I got Savage Dragon number two at Shop and Save on the spinner rack. Uh, my dad would go grocery shopping. I believe that they had Savage he, Dragon on a spinner I rack. I know, right? Fucking... Because I think the reason was because that was... If you remember when Image first launched, I'm going to give you a little comic book history lesson, Paul. It was actually an imprint of another larger company, believe it or not, called Malibu Comics. Um, was it larger? I mean, I guess it was larger than non-existent. But. Well, yeah, because like they actually like kind of funded Image to get them off the ground. So, yes. Um, they yeah, they were kind of a a bit of like a I don't know what you would call it. Like they were like their their or something. Yeah, like they were they like their financial. Them. Yeah, financial backer, I so, feel. And then once Image launched, they were like, oh, we totally don't Yeah, we got this. Because um, there were Malibu comics that were that were on that rack, and I feel like because of that, there were Image comics. Maybe that had no connection, but in my feeble brain, it, it That's doesn't. pretty cool. It had to have. Um, like, that's how they ordered those comics. But yeah, Savage Dragon number two is at Shop and Save. My dad would be like, you want to go, you want to come with me? I'm going grocery shopping. I'm like, fuck yes I want to go and I would just hang out at the spinner rack for the entire time god damn I wish there were more spinner racks and hang out there all the time well my my very first comic book that I ever bought um, that's in my collection as you know it's famously Spider-Man number 12 by Todd McFarlane and um, that that issue came off of a spinner rack at a me, me too that was my first uh yeah. And you know, as well. Paul, do you know how you could tell if it was off of a like a spinner rack or off a newsstand? Because Natalie Portman got it at a discount. Ah! So you don't know. No. So <laughs> I have a price tag on it. Like there. No. Are... No. Mine. Mine had price. Tags. Oh yeah. Well, so, yeah. For the. For the drugstores that wanted to ruin comics, or even like like Jack and Eagle had price tags, um, but, but no, the way you could tell the difference was the newsstand one had the barcode on it, and then the other ones would have like where the barcode goes, like a face, like a picture. Yeah, of the face yeah, 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 yeah. That is right. So that's a uh, uh, comic book history with Matt Cassell. Featuring <laughs> also that, a callback that was a good callback <laughs> alright where do we want to go next uh, I don't know we might want to wrap it up here um, we're, we're hitting the, the one hour mark about um, we could probably go forever on this Marvel stuff yeah I have a feeling once we start on that we're not going to stop um, you know that's that's going to suck just as bad next week as it does this week so that's what we like to call in the business a tease for next week, Paul. 
Yeah, that's a, that's exactly what we like to call that. So we're gonna wrap it up tonight. A little Rogue One talk, a little rebirth, very cover talk. Mm-hmm. We're gonna save Marvel now, again, next week maybe. What yeah. movies come out this week? Star Trek. Star Trek. Yeah, well, we may have some Marvel now again slash Star Trek talk. I feel like Jason, week. does Jason Ward come out this week, or is that next week? That might be next That's week. That's not a good Hey, uh... Oh, sorry. Speaking of, um, movies, uh, did you guys go see Ghostbusters? Yes, we can't talk about it. Pause. Have right. you seen it? I will not see it. Well, you will not see it. I did not see it. Well, when we do all... When you see it, then we can have a conversation. Right. Okay. That's gonna wrap it up for tonight. My name is Paul McGinty. Ian Sharp. Matt Cassell. We'll see you next time. Cage talk, little uh, brief Netflix trailer was was released, and Ian, you watched all of Jessica Jones. I watched all of Jessica Jones. Matt, you didn't watch any of Jessica Jones, so you're going into Luke Cage fresh. Mm-hmm. You have no preconceived notions of who this character is, of what he's all about, or or what he's all about. Well, I mean, I've read comics, well, right? But as as far as the Marvel Cinematic Universe goes, you don't know who this character is. So I don't mm-hmm. think you should watch Jessica Jones at this point because I think we should all watch Luke Cage when it's released and go in with Ian, you and I's full version of what this character is and Matt having no idea what happened in Jessica Jones. As a big happy family. Right. Is Luke Cage in Jessica Jones? Yeah, yeah he's a big part of Jessica Jones. Oh, okay. Because uh, you know that Luke Cage and Jessica Jones... The comic books have a child, fuck. all that. They fuck. They they do fuck because that's how you make childs. They like super. What's the what's fuck. the child's name? Luke Junior. I have no idea. It's fucking whatever. Whatever horseshit Marvel wants to name kids nowadays. Oh. But, um, he is a prominent character in the Jessica Jones story, so. This little trailer, I mean, it's, you know, like two minutes or so. It, I don't think that it really does anything different than if you know who Luke Cage is and that he has unbreakable skin. I think it shows, a very, I think it shows a very different Luke Cage really? than we see in Jessica Jones. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, if, well, if, if you like Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and then you go into this trailer, you might be disappointed. Yeah, well, I didn't see Jessica Jones, but uh, the Luke Cage I see in this trailer is the Luke Cage in the comic books. So I'm, I'm in. You know, hero for hire, if you will. He, um, he rips the the car door off of a car and he uses it as a shield, which seemed kind of unnecessary, right? Because he's taking all those bullets later without the car door as a shield, and they're doing nothing to him. Um, but it was kind of funny. My favorite part was when he wrapped the car door around somebody and then tumbled him down the stairs. Like, like the car door would bend like that. Like, it wouldn't just break, right? Right. It was a non-lethal way to right. remove the target, I right. thought. It, and I, maybe Luke Cage had that in mind. But the, the trailer time, was but... interesting because it, it kind of, like, did this little, almost, it showed you a scene. I mean... Uh-huh. I think it was heavily edited. I'm sure it's a much more like drawn out sequence, but um, that's basically what they showed you in the trailer, as opposed to like snippets from all over the season. Like mm-hmm. this was mainly a sequence, yeah. and uh, it looks pretty fucking cool. I mean, I'm totally in. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, this is more of the Luke Cage that I know from comic books than the one that we got 
and Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. And maybe the guy we got in Jessica Jones was in order to keep Jessica Jones the main character of her own series. I think that maybe you have to have some events from Jessica Jones shape the Luke Cage that we get. Is this, this? Um, is this chronological? I would imagine. Or is this that would be my guess. What he was doing, like, before or during the Jessica Jones time? I think this is after. I think this is chronological. That's my guess. Yeah. I don't know. I'm in. I'm in. I yeah. agree. Is Daredevil in Jessica Jones? No. <laughs> but Claire Temple is. Right. Yeah. Night Nurse, if you're nasty. <laughs> Um, so Matt, uh, you, you didn't finish Daredevil season two, right? I didn't finish season one. Right. Huh. So you're disinterested in Daredevil. You don't like TV shows with female leads, so that's why you know with Jessica Jones. So do you think you're even gonna give Luke Cage a chance? I may, but um, it's a black lead, and you don't like that either. Maybe it, if it was Natalie Portman. More so than you like the black leads. I, hey, I love black leads. I don't like Chinese leads. I feel like you're confused. That's why I've never right watched now. a Fresh Off the Boat. Uh, they may be Korean. Racism, thy name is McSauce. <laughs> so are you even going to watch Luke Cage? Uh, I mean, I might. I might. It looks pretty good. Sign that up for a one big N-O. So, well, do you think this looked better than... What what you saw in trailers from Daredevil or Jessica Jones? Um, no, I think the season two Daredevil trailer looked really good, but honestly, mainly because of the Punisher, his his presence I think was really cool. Um, so that has kind of an unfair advantage for me because I'm a huge Punisher fan, but uh, this looked good. I mean. I'm surprised with your current cable situation. You don't have cable now. Is that correct? Uh, no, actually, I do. I, okay. I it's, it's as basic as it gets. Okay. Although, I do have HBO because I got that for, like, free for a year. Although, I, I noticed that my bill isn't, like, as low as they said it would be. And I was like, why? Those assholes, they lied. And then I realized I'm getting charged the equipment still. Oh, so, okay. like, they tell you what it's going to go down to, but they don't tell you, oh, and by the way, it's 10 extra dollars for the equipment. So it's like, you know what? I think I'll just give it back and be like, just internet, please. Thank you. The customer service adventures of Mac is how. But your your options for TV viewing yeah. are limited. You also don't like TV at all. So... Um, well... Yeah, that's kind of true. I would think that, and I know you don't have a lot of spare time. Super busy guy. I understand that. But I was the outseeing the secret life of pets. Good movie. Good movie. Quality movie. Get the fuck out of here. Quality you movie. Guys. If you like, I'm sorry. What movie are you going to see tomorrow again? Star Trek. That's what I thought. Yeah, Star Trek Beyond. That's that's a falsehood. I think it is. No, I'm going to make that happen. Okay. So, um... Anyway, I would think that you would have time in your schedule to maybe at dude, least, like, jump ahead and watch season two of Daredevil so you can get some Frank Castle in your life. I, I hear you. Um, I've been kind of uh, binging a bit on uh, Stranger Things, which I want to talk about in a future episode uh, on Netflix, because, I mean, Netflix is starting to really... Not starting to, but they've been hooking it up with original content. Um... I still haven't watched Game of Thrones yet, um, like the current season or the the one that just ended, um, and I am caught up to right before this season. So um, the past several seasons, what I've done is I've binged on those, and I, I'm not kidding. I finish them in like a matter of three or four days. Like yeah. I go quickly through those. Um, so I'm sure once I start that, I'll I'll have it done within a week. Um, but yeah, there's a lot right now that I'm kind of interested in, so I don't know where uh, Daredevil's gonna fall on uh, on that list. Especially since like I the first three or four, whenever I watched, didn't grab me. Um, I was pretty disappointed with it out of the gate. So um, I don't know. But uh, you you did mention um, 
customer service, like the adventures of my customer service. And I, I wanted to tell this story <laughs> on the podcast and, and I had forgotten because it's been so long since I podcasted because I missed the last last episode and we had a little uh, summer vacation before that. Um, I had an incident with a scammer, uh, oh a telemarketing scammer. Did I tell you this, Paul? Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, I had an incident where um, some Indian called me and he said he was going <laughs> to... What? This podcast. He went, oh no, bro, I'm go. No, no. He was... <laughs> go ahead. He was, uh, he was Indian. Um, Although the, the caller ID said San Antonio, Texas, so, like, something didn't add up there. I mean... <laughs> so he may have been off the reservation. In, in fairness, anyone, Not that kind of Indian. In fairness, anyone could live anywhere. <laughs> um, no, these scammers are, are located in India. This is, like, a common thing where they, uh, they call you up and they tell you they're going to help you fix your Windows computer. And, uh, you know, being a, a Mac user, I thought that was kind of amusing and being aware of the scam beforehand i was like you know what i'm gonna record this so i fire up GarageBand and put it on speakerphone and i recorded the the attempt of uh the scammer um him trying to you know get into my computer what they do is they tell you they're gonna help you know get rid of the virus and they have you like go to the run command and and type in code so that way they have access to your computer what they do from there i'm not entirely sure but they take over your computer so um he was telling me all these credentials to type in you know i was kind of playing along but then he asked me to repeat them and i was like oh fuck i totally wasn't really typing anything in (laughs) i didn't write anything down so then i tried like desperately to repeat what he had suggest or told me to type and and it's it's funny. Um, I can. Would you like me to put it at the end of this episode? Please do. I, I can do that, and uh, and it ends with uh, with him resorting to some name calling. Uh, I'll leave it at that. Um, <gasps> no way. Yeah. He yeah. calls you names. Yeah, he calls me names. Get the fuck out. Uh. Uh-uh. Nope. All right. Nope. Well, this will be a juicy little thing for for everyone to listen to. So, all right. Well, well that was a little a little bonus coverage here. A little, a little extra racism, a little extra everything. Cheers. That's how McSauce does it. Good night, everyone. Okay. Hello. Yes. Hi. Yeah. So, are you sitting in front of your computer? I am. Okay. So, so you need to just. Uh, Turn on your computer, okay, first? Yes. Yeah, and now you need to look at your keyboard, okay, at the extreme left-hand side, at the bottom corner. Can you see a four-flag window key over there? Yes. Yeah, you need to just press that window key with your one finger, and with the another finger, you need to press the letter R, R as in Robert, at the same time, okay? Yes. Yeah, so what can you see on your screen right now, sir? Like a run window? Yeah, yeah. You need to just type it over there. E as an Edward. That's your name? Yeah. Hello? Yes. Yes, so did you type it over there? Yes. Okay. After that, you need to type V as in Victor. Okay. E as in Edward once again. Okay. And as in Nancy. Okay. T as in Tiger. Okay. V as in Victor once again. Okay. W as in Whiskey. Mm-hmm. R as in Robert. Yeah. Okay, so now can you spell it for me? What did you type it over there? E is in Edward. Okay. What was the second letter? 
I'm sorry? Oh, I'm sorry. What was the second letter you had? V is in Victor, and E is in Edward again. Uh, yeah. You had N as in Nancy. Yeah. T is in Tiger. Yeah. W is in Whiskey. No, no, it's V as in Victor once again. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. After that, you need to type W as in Whiskey. I apologize. My keyboard, my keyboard is acting so weird right now. Um, sometimes, like when I type, it like highlights it, and then I accidentally delete over it. So I apologize. Hello. Hello. Right now, what can you see on your computer screen? I'm typing in what you told me to type. Yeah, what did it add? Can you listen to me? Yeah, hang on. So, E is in Edward. V is in Victor. E is in Edward. N is in Nancy. T is in Tiger. V is in Victor. W is in whiskey. Okay. And what was the the last one? Okay, got it. Okay. Now, what can see? No, I have a question. Um, does it matter that I'm I'm not on a Microsoft computer? No, it doesn't matter. Okay, so this will work on a on a Mac. You have an Apple computer. Yes, sir. Then how you could able to see the run box as you are using a Windows computer? Well, I just I was just trying to follow along the best I could. No, no, no. You told me that you you press the fork like Windows T and the letter R. Oh, okay. You could be able to see the run box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a run. There's a run box on a on a Mac. Uh, you think that was cool? Like I haven't used a Mac computer. In just Windows, there's an option to come up a run box. There's no option in a run box. Oh, okay. So what do you want? You want to fix the Apple? Let me get you remotely connected to your Apple computer, right? Okay. Sir, sir, I I do believe that you are scamming me. I do believe that you are scamming me. So go and fuck yourself, you motherfucker. Now, how, how am I supposed to do that? Sir, how do you propose that I do that? <laughs> 